0: Hello everyone, you're most assuredly welcome on this dark and dreary Dublin Day. Um to the National Leprechaun Museum Podcast. I'm Paddy Holly, as per usual, and I'm joined by the fabulous Fabulous Mark Ogeroin. Mark Ogieron uh kind of of Mark time to make them up. What's the thing? Yeah, it comes to you, it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing in all of the languages there. <laughs> this,
1: let's, let's keep this as a, a podcast done through the, the English language. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes to be as inclusive yeah. as
0: we can be. Before, before, before we came on and um, before we we hit record, <laughs> uh, you were saying about Shits Creek.
1: Oh, thank God. I didn't know which bit of our conversation uh, yeah, yeah. before this you were going to say... No, I am just saying because obviously today we're going to talk about characters from stories, the actual people, the individuals. Yeah. But like when the latest episode of a program or a very popular movie comes out, but something like Shit's Creek, which had incredible character development in it. Yes, you come in and suddenly everyone you're talking to is familiar with David. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Like everyone knows, and we've all got this love for this person. But when it comes to storytelling, I mean. such a small pool at any given time
0: yes and it's because storytelling is a a, the characterization is all done by a single person it's it's kind of tough to uh, do it like everyone has their moira rose impersonation yeah yeah you can't really if feel like flute vibes, yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's it's only when a, you know a
1: character hits, and even within within a book, characters within a book yeah. become popular, and like you I mean that's yeah. like like Harry Potter and stuff like that. There is this kind of shared thing where we feel like we know them mm-hmm. when, we've, well, when we've watched let's say when we watch them every week, or it's something like Harry Potter where we've yeah. known the characters. Like there's people who work in the museum who were children watching Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> which is which, which is bizarre. It, makes it, feel old, it like does me. make makes
1: me feel old. But with the characters and some of our stories, obviously we're telling these stories every day. Yeah. You know? We're okay, it's different stories every day depending on our mood, but like I've today know how many times I've talked about lust you know, and The Legend of Grafton I've I've told a story, but we never just tell the stories in here, we'll also kind of look at Yeah what I mean, the story's about and explore it a bit more. But you kinda
0: there's characters that you love and the, and there's characters that you love to hate. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes the only reason you you're, you're doing the story on more than one tour and uh, to more than one audience is because you hate this character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Finn McCool to me is very annoying. Yeah, in, in many in many ways, you know, it's the best of this and the best of that. I have a theory about Finn McCool it's just that he was the largest man in Ireland and if the largest man in Ireland says to you that he's also the wisest man in Ireland, the fastest man in Ireland, the most handsome you're not going to argue with him are you? Yeah, yeah. I was going to
1: say he's the loudest man in Ireland which is why people either think but there was the shouty man there was the shouty man in um, Dermot and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you need
0: to get a message across more than three valleys <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need yeah. the shouty man <laughs>
1: but it, but it's weird yeah a lot of people kind of like kids grow up obviously here stories of Fjell like Cool and thinking he's great right. and we get visitors coming to Ireland they're familiar with the Giants cause it, which is yeah. essentially fan fiction the story yeah, of James yeah, yeah but anyone who kind of has kind of dove into it at all is like he's not particularly he's an entitled i think i can say outshite uh yeah, on a podcast yeah but he isn't he's an entitled outshite
0: he seems to be nothing but an inconvenience for all of the people who know and love him mm. I know, yeah he even really from is from a young a, a young stage yeah now it, it, he was uh an inconvenience to Finnegas obviously because he uh, had the he took all the wisdom from the salmon that the druid had been hunting for for what was it 500 years yeah uh, he was an inconvenience to the MacMorna clan but I suppose that was because they'd murdered his father and his wife he was an inconvenience to and everyone else after that
1: but you know I think I think he got away with it with the sound of knowledge. Obviously, Fenegus was like, yeah, sure, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I wonder how different Fionnico would have been if he'd gotten a slap. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if he'd been, obviously, it was absolutely, it was a mistake, but, uh yeah. and I'm not condoning some, you know, strange old philosopher slapping a, slapping <laughs> a, <laughs>
0: surely don't know. But, but there's always that stage in like a warrior movie, something like The Last Samurai, Samurai or something, where the really cocky guy is, You know, made to eat dirt. Yeah, is knocked on his uh, is knocked on his rear end, and and
1: it's very liberating, though. As someone who's been knocked down, actually knocked down, (laughs) it gives it gives you a sense of uh, perspective. Definitely, it's good to lose every now and again. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, But it's strange. Like I saw a conversation on someone's Facebook recently. They were talking about Kukul. Right. And they are talking how about he was a bit of a shite bag as well. Right. But um, there was an awful lot of talk about the awful things that he did. And someone brought up Queen Maeve and the awful things she yeah. did. And it was commented how it was a lot of kind of like, whataboutery. Which right. you know, is a fairly modern, fairly new kind of term. But I think we were judging people by today's moral standards.
0: Oh, definitely. And you know, you can you have to see the story in the context of it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. to to, you know, to, yeah. Kill,
1: to kill, you know, to to kill, you know, a sibling or like to kill a child back then was just it was different than it is now.
0: Yeah. To to the, the one thing I that I will say about it is that um, when he kills the the warrior woman for the simple reason that they can't be a, it can't be a woman. As good of a warrior as him, uh, on Skellig Island, yeah, um, that, and then uh, has his way with her. I, you know, you can't really condone that, but no, yeah. you can't condone it. No,
1: you absolutely no. can't condone it. But you could look at it and go, a bit but that's how it was back then. Is 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 kind of, I'm, I'm not agreeing with that, but you mm-hmm. can't apply modern retrospectively apply kind of like laws and stuff like that to these, these things. Morals and edits, that's that's a different thing altogether. One of my favourite stories is Hood and Dudden and Donald O'Leary, which is on an <laughs> old podcast. Dad, no. But that's an awful situation. You have the two yeah. grumpy guys who are obviously like Hudden and Dudden are the villains of the piece. Yes. But Donald O'Leary, like, basically, no, he doesn't kill his mother himself, but he puts her in a position for her to be killed so that he won't uh-huh. be. And it's nothing <laughs> to him. And then uses her corpse to become rich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, making the best of a bad situation. But he's the hero of the story. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean. It's just he's he's just as bad as they are. Yeah, he's just because he's the underdog. You're you're on his side. Someone could have done that story very differently, and he would have been the bad guy. He's a bit a bit of a sociopath. Right, but he's he's someone who told the story so many times. He just. I sometimes worry when I tell the story with a smile on my face when the mother gets killed that there's something the audience will think there's something wrong with me Mm. but it's when you're familiar with the character it's like ah he's
0: harmless he's
1: just he's just you know being the person that he is
0: Um, in many ways he's he's more entertaining though than anything you'd get in the book of invasions because the, the weird thing about Irish mythology in the book of invasions is that the humans get here first and the gods get here afterwards yeah. you get the, the Medeans or whatever way you want to say it the Parthelons and you get Fintan yeah. and Fintan everyone everyone is dead everyone that arrives dies because it's Irish storytelling yeah. so everyone is dead and Fintan it goes off first he wants to be an eagle then mm. he wants to be a falcon then he wants to be a salmon I, if you ask me he, I would have done it the other way around yeah but start with the salmon start with the salmon and work your way up and then and then he just forgets that he was a person and remains a salmon for for ages I
1: will I will I will support him in identifying however he wants to identify I mean, uh, that's true I've got his back I've got his back <laughs> I mean eagle who hasn't you you were talking yesterday about like a
0: wolf yes, yes yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'll support you um, in, in that No. Um, but he, they're so mysterious because we know more about the gods than we know about a lot of the people that yeah. that, uh, that turn up later in the stories um, like if the, source, the sorcerer in um, the story of the coming of the Milesians other than you know that he, had, that he had sons and that he could see really far yeah. there's very little to actually empathise there with and American his um, nephew is the same thing beautiful poet his poetry is so beautiful that he can quiet a storm and make the sky blue again but what do you actually do you actually care about him as much as as Donald O'Leary even though Donald O'Leary is uh, very morally problematic
1: I think we have an issue with people who are very good at stuff, though. Like, Don O'Leary has no talents, but he's a bit sly. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like The people recognising someone because of their talents. Like, if you look at how surnames come about, or someone's name is Tanner, it's boring, yeah. that thing that they can do. But if, I mean, I know in my phone there, if you go and look at it, there's, you know, Bob the Electrician, you know, yeah. Sammy the Tyler, <laughs> Jane the Hairdresser. Um, Adele El Chambo. <laughs> <laughs> you probably live based on you, you remember people based on what their skill or their talent was. But I suppose when you get time to spend with someone and get to know someone, as right. I as I have done with Donald O'Leary, um, you get to see them for more than just what they're good at. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Recognition is good, but I want people to see me for who I am. <laughs> I tell you, I don't. <laughs>
0: no unless you know that's why I don't keep a diary <laughs> <laughs> I'd read it I'd read it it's actually
1: funny we were saying about characters in books and I went yeah. to Harry Potter because the first thing that came into my head where people had strong opinions about characters in books of course was Fifty Shades yes it went yeah. from being a book to becoming an awful movie but people had very strong opinions yes about the characters from them and it's like okay right yeah. yeah people People will will make a decision very early on and mm-hmm. it takes an awful lot for people to change their mind yeah yeah
0: um I think there's a difference as well between the kind of storytelling where someone uh, where it's entertaining that someone is sly like don't know yeah. or it's entertaining that um uh, like Lussmore is is a very good person and that he would yeah. help out with the fairies and that kind of thing and then there's there's a kind of storytelling that you where later on you get the sense that okay that the the whole structure that was kind of a uh, bit problematic yeah because I've read about the big someone pulled apart the big bang theory from the television for me once about all the problems with it and I was it like, ruined it for you it ruined it for me whereas you know I could watch something like uh, oh, do you remember Spawn or The Crow or something yeah, at all yeah. where they you know when they went around slashing people but uh, it was very entertaining no it was, it was, it was <laughs> you look at the anti-heroes and stuff
1: like that and yeah. look at like the, like the popularity of Deadpool and, and characters like that as well but it um, yeah, you could cancel off these things. Like, there's a lot of stories that we tell, which are awful, and they deal with horrible scenarios and horrible yeah. actions carried out by people. And you could stop telling the stories. You could mm-hmm. tweak the stories, you know what I mean, and bend them. I mean, that's what storytelling is there for. Or you can, well, you could tell stories about Fionn McCool 100 years ago and him be seen as a hero. Yeah. We can highlight the bad behavior. Mm-hmm. we can show how they're problematic and explore that and by looking at bad behaviour go that's not how to be don't emulate that yeah. so I know people who love Always Sunny in Philadelphia that I know people sense. who won't watch it because it's horrible but if you watch it and thinking you want to be like anyone in that show right. there's probably something wrong with you Yeah, you want to look at them and see that they're awful people and go I'm glad I don't know anyone like that but it's when you do read stories like The Legend of Not Grafton and then you see More mm-hmm. and you think... I mean, everyone knows someone who is just so nice. Yes. That's why we have Deirdre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, who just goes about you know, I mean their day and then More, yeah. Deirdre, good people like that who kind of just... They don't do it for any reason or any recognition. And they probably don't even recognise it in themselves, mm-hmm. you know? but on the same time and on the other hand Jack Madden in the story of Not Grafton yeah you kind of feel, even though he's the is he the bad guy in the story his mother's behaviour towards him is quite abusive yes and he's true. lazy alright right. but I always felt sorry for him
0: yeah that's true uh, sometimes the stories are, are so obviously trying to put across a moral yeah the that, that, um that the that you almost feel sorry or empathize for the person who's at the other end of it. Yeah. You know, the the moral of the, of not grafting is that even if your life is tough, you know, work very hard and yeah. you might get it'll make your life better. Um. But at the end, yeah. of the, At the end of the day, Jack's life might have been so tough that there was there was no point getting out of bed in the morning you know
1: no well he had no choices but essentially his mother was kicking him out of bed and, right yeah you know, <laughs> she, she, she very much enabled like kind of his his bad behaviour uh, I mean, remember he never looked to go off right. to the hill himself it was his yeah. mother sent him she's yeah. like look, look what this sort of fella has why can't you be like that right so it's very easy for Lustmore to be the hero in that story mm-hmm. but I, I do feel bad for, for Jack Madden mm. I haven't yeah. lost any sleep over a Bobby. Don't get me yeah. wrong, um, but it's it's a strange one. But you get it more and more, like where people, the the good guy, bad guy thing. I've been talking about Money Heist on Netflix yeah. to you, like it's, these guys are going in and they're robbing a place, and you know they're mm-hmm. violent that, but you do end up on their side. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel that I feel kind of similarly about Eva in the Children of Lear, because yeah. like her older sister was married to Lear and then her father insists that she marry Lear to maintain their kind of political relationship between yeah. uh, Bob and Lear and she ends up in a marriage and she realises very quickly that Lear loved her sister yeah. more than he will ever love her and he loves the children more than he will ever love her as well so she will have to spend the rest of her very long life remember she's a two-head-day and so she's going yeah. to be around for centuries she's going to have to live the rest of her very long life in a in a marriage where the, nobody loves her at all it's kind of not surprising that she la- lashes out and then the and and then the punishment that Bob to turn her into a a demon of the air a demon of the air or spirit of the air and to be tossed around for night for for all eternity is you know even her father who put her in that awful situation had no sympathy for her no
1: no she was she was uh, expendable yeah it's like okay your, your wife's dead here have her sister instead yeah not again! Not justifying what she goes on to do to no, the, no. To, the, to the kids, but um, but at least you can understand them a little bit. Yeah, and I think if you only read the stories or or listen to the stories for what they actually say to you, like the words how it's put across, yeah. then it's it's very black and white. But that's the thing with storytelling; it's an invitation to yeah. consider more.
0: Like if Faker, Conan, Fanula, they like they do get the essence of the story across, the idea yeah. that if you have a brother or a sister, you have a friend for life it yeah. doesn't matter if your um, life is very tough, it's just that uh, the way the story goes about telling uh, putting that point across uh, if it becomes collateral damage yeah. yeah,
1: it's a shared experience that binds them together, as much as yeah.
0: blood does, yeah.
1: it's being in that being in that situation Mm. Uh, that, that brings keeps them together yeah. I was coming across Henry Grand Bridge this morning and there's four swans yeah. uh, on the Liffey and I was Beautiful. like oh yeah. there's, and then another one just kind of swam out from under the bridge It was like you ruined it <laughs> you absolutely ruined it that was perfect that's it's like the introduction of the Green Ranger it just ruined it for me. <laughs> <the body." laughs> oh I like the Green Ranger yeah I bet you did he was very handsome <laughs> <laughs> Imagine adding in an extra tell t- 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 or something like that. Ah know. yeah, that'd be wrong. The, do be you wrong. know what, the fifth swan was Scrappy Jim. <laughs> 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 yeah. It was yeah. yeah. But do you have any like kind of favourite characters from the stories? Oh. Me and you tell very different stories.
0: Uh definitely. Um I I have a few favourites over uh, over the years. Uh, Mick and Myra McConnell from the Legend of Bottle Hill yeah. is is just amazing to me that um, you know, first of all they they sit down and they agree to sell the cow so they'll have enough to eat for the winter. Yeah. So they're in dire straits. Yeah. So they're like, Well we'll sell the cow and we won't worry about next year just yet. That's, that's usually how I handle my, <laughs> my <laughs> bank balance as well <laughs> <laughs> that's how everyone's doing it at the moment uh, yeah and they um, and then when things go really far when like Mick reminds me a lot of uh, my generation generally because we'll never own our own home yeah. yeah so like the landlord calls around sees they're very wealthy can't figure out how they've done it the only trump card he has left is to give mick the house yeah and mick says i'll give you, well Mick hands over the bottle so he can own his own home i emphasize that like because they're constantly telling us in the news because of avocado toast we're never going to own our own home you know it's ridiculous
1: all that's out the window everything's changed now yeah, yeah. Everything's the boomer now.
0: the boomers but uh, am i allowed to say boomers i suppose i uh, the I said shite bag I think you <laughs> <could say> boomer <laughs> the, the boomers got their their house for for six pence and because uh, we have to pay six hundred thousand I still don't know what I am uh, <laughs> no.
1: I can't figure it out
0: yeah you're stepped out of a picture book
1: yeah that, yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, and, that's a book
0: i wouldn't read <laughs> and then when mick is when ev- when things can't get any worse when he's got the, when the second bottle has gone wrong yeah the monsters have destroyed the cottage and the house he's not like he doesn't give up he's not like oh well no? he takes the bottle to the landlord yeah and he tricks the 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 landlord out of the first bottle um uh, and I that I think that's great. Just not to give up rather rather keep on fighting. And and then and then when they're happy and at peace at last, sitting side by side by side at the fire, they forget which bottle is which. That's me. I'm forgetting things all the time. So
1: Well the top goes back on the bottle at the end of the day anyway, so <laughs> Now again, a, a, a famine or a hiding, it's gonna be one, one <laughs> a feast or a feast or a hiding, but again, that's like the whole two wrongs don't make a right. Like, again, they do engage in some
0: yeah, nasty I behavior, but they're it, still,
1: yeah. and I like that about Irish folklore because there's none of this princess, and you know, what I mean? it, it doesn't have that thing where it's very clean and obvious. And no, you know,
0: there's a difference, you see, in Irish storytelling, the innocence isn't the isn't up at the top uh, on the plinth Mm. in in Glickis is uh, is smartness or in uh, intelligence and and honour and doing the right doing the right thing even though life is tough that's what's at the top of the the top of the chain whereas in things like Grimm's fairy tales the thing that's most important is to maintain some level of innocence yeah yeah there's no innocence in Irish stories
1: no <laughs> but I mean, some of the characters we come across again like, are just even even in stories like like Mrs Sullivan in the Changeling story, yeah, again, you've got this very kind of like i don't know I think I, I, she's really sweet again, I've heard it told so many different ways, but to me, she's very sweet, she's a victim in the situation, you know, yeah. but she's she has to outwit the yeah. creature. She goes off and gets her help, but again you kinda you buy into it, but you're I if you you'd want to know more about her. That's right. what we say, like when we're training up our storytellers here, you know, it's like when you're telling a story you should always know what happens before the story starts yeah. and consider what happens after the story ends. Yeah. But you wanna know more. What's Miss Holden's first name? You know? Potty, what were our hopes and dreams? <laughs> <laughs> and you wanna know kinda how it how it ends up for them. But of course stories like you know, the legend of craft, like kind of paint you yeah. a picture of the end, but there's more
0: to come. And the, the legend of the, the horned women, you know, what the, Oh, the witch of the one, yeah. yeah did the, the the witch with the five horns get on with the witch of the seven horns? <laughs> like, what were they like? Let me know more, more.
1: Well, that's it, It was
0: overproduced, like as, as a
1: series and something like that, and you kind of got yeah. to know them, you know, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be great fun, but they're very... They can be some of the fun characters. Only if you've got the imagination and the mind to explore them more, yeah. they can be quite two dimensional. Right, yeah. and then we get overfed characters like Phil yeah. McCool, who is just yeah.
0: Some of it, but the, sometimes the leprechauns' two dimensionality is makes uh, makes them the perfect tool in a story. It's like yeah. the leprechaun in the Bottle Hill story. Once he gives you a really good bottle, and the second bottle, just for the crack <laughs> he gives yeah, you, yeah, yeah. destroys the house. You know, there's.
1: Well, you're very quick to accept the second bottle after you've seen the first bottle. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, There's no even like kind of like yeah. buying someone into a situation by like, here, this is good, yeah. this is good, this is good, and then it's bad. Yeah. This is good, bad. Mm. Flip straight away. But again, the leprechauns, like, we would apply names to them, but we don't get to know them as characters unless you're looking at the older kind of mm. texts and you're, still, you're learning about Bebo and Lovedon and yeah. Essert and, and even Tover, who gets mentioned very little in the museum, who's, like, the head of, like, the armed guards of the Corpon, who could fell a thistle with a single swoop of a sword, and you're thinking, I want to know more about him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they all loved porridge
1: they loved porridge Everyone loved porridge and they were roasting a robin over a spit at the great feast of Fay and he's like so you're getting more talk about them physically but they're actually characters that I kind of end up loving and yeah. falling in love with have you ever heard the story the, the charm setter no about the woman who's um, the for the first and second of May, where you're not meant to have anything leave your house, can you be cursed. Oh, I so you don't light a fire because the smoke coming out of your house can be taken and used right. against you.
0: Right. You feel awful
1: sorry for the woman in that story as well. It's just, it's very. I think having sympathy. I think I think you need a sympathetic audi- audience for like for a really good audience. Yes. you need people who you can tug at their heartstrings. Mm-hmm. They laugh at someone one minute and then immediately have that guilt. Oh, well, I shouldn't yeah. laugh at that thing that happened. For me, that's what makes a good audience.
0: Yeah. Uh, the I'm thinking of the the hag from the Deir Divna sorry, in the Deir and the Kingdom Under the Sea. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you know she doesn't seem to have any appealing qualities. No. But <laughs> Uh, she turns into the beautiful woman and then starts giving away her stuff and makes you build a castle for her and everything. But by the time she's on her deathbed under the yeah. sea, you're like, Oh no! You've gone kind of on a journey with them. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know what I mean. Some of the stories are so quick to tell—five, six minutes—and yeah. some of them feel like you they've been going on for for days. <laughs> Especially the way I tell them. <laughs> And yet, we still manage to do tours in under an hour. <laughs> Most of the time, I can even manage that. <laughs> but it is that kind of we get so invested, and I think the dream is as storytellers that the people just get a little bit of they taste, kind of, or, or see your love for the or your disdain for the characters that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't expect someone to be invested in the characters yeah. in the time it takes for us to do a tour. But if they can see how we feel about it. Yeah. I've always said I'd sit down and listen to someone talk about anything. As long as they're passionate about it. Who's the guy with the flat cap who brings down the towers, the chimney towers? Mm, where is exactly? see that? Oh, it's a no, he's an old Irish guy. He's long since passed. He used to literally go around taking down I um, know massive chimneys. Someone's going to be listening to this and they're going to know his name straight away. Uh, but he was it's kind of no nonsense it's like when you listen to the two boys from Skipperine talking about rowing.
0: <laughs> you get
1: what I mean you just I don't care about rowing, Rodden I really couldn't care less about most sports oh. but I love listening to people who are passionate about it and I get involved and uh, invested in the people
0: yeah well the Shanachie and like you know great stories yeah. but like the tayman the Tayman story <laughs> it's brilliant, brilliant. the cheekiness of it is just brilliant but, <laughs>
1: I can't hear that story and not think of that experiment with the kids and the marshmallows.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you wait five minutes, we'll give you a bag of marshmallows. Yeah, or it, yeah. I think it's
1: even simple that they give them a second one. Right. And they leave the room, of course, as a camera roll, and you see the kid picking up a marshmallow and licking the other side <laughs> One child hollows out the marshmallow from underneath. There's like a <laughs> the husk of a marshmallow there. And then you had, I can just picture this little red-haired child with glasses and that's probably not even the child in the video but the image in my yeah, uh, yeah. is the kid who the door has not even swung closed and he picks up the marshmallow and mm-hmm. stuffs it into his mouth <laughs> instant gratification party that is what that child was after and it's understandable oh, yeah. it's understandable we're all capable of it oh. but it is like with storytelling you're willing to invest a bit more and just hold out there's layers and layers to enjoy
0: do you have a favourite
1: god from Irish fuckers yeah I love the dad I love the dad to, to I love Jen. the dad because I think he, he's I love him he, he seems to want to see the best in people right. there is an innocence about him as I, I feel there's an innocence about him to me he he seems like that he seemed, he'd he be a great uncle right he'd be the type of uncle you'd, you you know you'd want to hang out with for a while yeah. now he's the uncle who'd probably give you a pint a few years ahead of you know doing yeah. something beforehand yeah. but I'm sure there is there is plenty of awful stuff there as well but I just I know I always see him as this warm warm kind of character unlike Zeus and other kind of yeah. gods on a, on a par with them he's just got this silliness and innocence yeah. to him, which of course leads him to losing New mm. um yeah I love I love
0: the doctor but like with, the, with Zeus like his skills are thunderbolts and transforming into animals and tricking women into sleeping with him yeah he's a dick yeah. <laughs> the doctor's main MO seems to be I could eat anything
1: <laughs> but he wants to enjoy life in abundance and it's just like I I, I admire that I, it's there to be lived and as long as you're not screwing over anyone else like then, right. then do what you're doing and invite people to join you as part of that yeah. that's why I always love the doctor yeah. I mean, you look at you. You look at Angus and stuff like that. You go, yeah, they're great. They're clever. I don't think get accused of being too clever.
0: No, no, a- Angus is kind of because of the story of uh, Angus's the dream of Angus. I kind of i i look i look at Angus and I think of myself as a teenager. You know, just. <laughs> falling in love and be like I can't get out of bed because I'm so in love <laughs> so
1: dramatic yeah
0: yeah I just see that the teenager there who has the unrequited love that he can't fulfil that's what I see when I yeah. think of Angus now I'm sure there's, there is I know there is a, a lot more to him you know the,
1: there is but again that's that's what's put across yeah, and it's only when you explore you can understand his life and where he's coming from must have been so frustrating you know but I just that's why I say I see the idea as a a, he'd be a fantastic uncle but my lord I wouldn't want him as a father (laughs) imagine him collecting you from school he'd be an embarrassment
0: (laughs) but what's that what's that show Greg Davies
1: which one now are you thinking now the one
0: where your man from the fast show is his is it from the fast show Is, is his father
1: I don't know what
0: one you're talking about. Well, Greg is a teacher and he has a father and the father's a prankster, always.
1: I don't, I don't know the show at all because oh. I keep thinking of that one he did with Andy Sandberg. Cuckoo. Um, Cuckoo that's it. But yeah, well, I Cuckoo. can't think of the one well, that you, that there's, you mean. There's,
0: there's another one he does where he's a teacher and his father is a man from the fast show and I can't think of its name. Oh, I'll have to
1: check it out because I do love yeah. But, I mean, th- I mean there's, there's a great storyteller as well.
0: Oh, yeah. You know
1: yeah. what I mean? I think, I think there's some amazing, amazing comedians. Like Jimmy Carr. I remember watching Jimmy Carr on Sunday brunch one morning, and he was talking about his style of comedy. He, he tells the jokes, but once you know the jokes, and you know the punchlines. Mm. There's not much more to it than that, which is why he's able to tell so many. But he actually held up uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah. In the interview, he said, Amy Schumer is a fantastic storyteller. Right. and she is and I mean Sarah Milliken as well would be another person who I'd look at and go and she can stop you breathing she'd just like talk about her father on the toilet and having to yeah. hand him in the newspaper and you know, laugh and then she'll talk about her divorce and suddenly you realise there's yeah. no noise being made
0: it's the relatability it's yeah. the going oh yeah that could happen to me and if it did how did I not realise that that's actually horrendously funny yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. if it happened to you, it mightn't be funny. It seems something yeah. happened to, to someone else. Yeah. Again, it's what I love about our, our folklore, when things go wrong. you are laughing. you are yeah. laughing at them, not with them. I think that's the thing with the kind of like the hero, the villain. You're laughing with the hero, you're laughing at the villain.
0: hmm
1: You know what I mean? And I think that's because the, they're all funny. Yeah. They're all funny. Even the changing in the Miss Sullivan story is... Yeah. Can be told in a very joking way.
0: Any more whiskey, mammy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the
1: same as well with uh, with the with the the donkey in sorry the donkey. It's a, well, it is it's, it's an ass in the the puka story, the puka yeah. of Rat Coffee Puka yeah. by Paul Rick Farrell Again, like I mean, you've got the lazy people in the house mm-hmm. who become spoiled. You've got the hardworking people on the land, and you've got this this who I always see is incredibly camp donkey. <laughs> in, 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 the, in the middle of it all, like he just doesn't is only doing the work because they have to, and the first opportunity to get this split, mm-hmm. and they do. But it's a short six, seven page story, and you become so invested in in, in, that, in that creature in that character. Mm-hmm. Where we need more stories, though,
0: in what sense?
1: Well, I mean, I there's, there's no reason for us to have stopped. I understand with characters like again to go back to Phil McCool, he's asleep somewhere, you know what I mean, (laughs) you know, in a hill, and he's only meant to come out when Ireland really needs him. We're thinking, what is going to wake this guy up? He's been (laughs) smacking the snooze button since Mm. he put his head on that pillow.
0: Nuclear apocalypse nowadays. This, <laughs> this, but it turns f- up No. Well,
1: <laughs> Jesus, careful what you say, Pod. It's still 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. But our folklore, like, kind of hasn't stopped. Like, great stories, like, you know what I mean? Legend, Not graph Not Fear, all these stories. But urban legends now seems to be the thing. Right. But they're devoid of character. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing that happens which can be applied to any place when you look at bloody mary and stuff like that and the scratching on the door and these mechanics that i absolutely love but you don't get invested in the characters because you're they're they're so Mm two-dimensional it's meant to be able to transfer to any body of people
0: you're so far away now as well from caring you know because yeah um like you have a load of those YouTubers who are like going to be saying oh in Portland, Oregon there is this creature that comes up out of the river and it steals away children and you're like okay but I want to hear about the I want to hear about the creatures on James's street or somewhere you know but it's
1: strange like that because you're, you're absolutely right but at the same time we're also wrong because when you hear something awful happening yeah. and we look at the stories making the news all the time we, especially in the last you know, it's been really highlighted this year, like you you immediately are jumping to donate to causes to right. sign things to to signal awful things that are happening to people around the world because we are they are the other side of the planet but we're so connected to them yeah. but it, there's a person on the other end of it it's the lack of humanity in some modern folklore mm-hmm. I think it's why books are seen a a resurgence in popularity books is people want to escape into something and and you know some people need more friends we're living in a world now where we can't it's hard to make new friends it's hard to have that closeness there's no contact, there's no hugging and I know this is like such an insight into my childhood but we're looking for people to care about and stories allow us to do that Mm -hmm. you know to know that someone could like kind of who's never met us, if they knew about us, could care about us is, yeah, you know, gives us an awful lot. It's yeah. pretty much what
0: Twitter
1: was based on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We brought it nicely back. <laughs> I did not feel it was getting too deep, but it is. It's. I mean, stories help us to escape. We see ourselves reflected in characters. You know. Yeah. Uh, we see people that we know, people who are gone and that we've lost, you know, or even that guy you're in school with. He's a bit like Jack Madden, you know, <laughs> that guy who, you know, didn't do his homework but always asked you, "What did you get for that question?" Oh yeah, 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 I got that too. And you that can was see was me, Mac. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I never would have gotten away with that. Those kids who arrived into school in the morning doing their homework, like yeah. lying on the ground outside the classroom. Yeah, that
0: was me. That man. was you. Yeah. I,
1: How come you're I, so much more educated than me? Then? <laughs> I, I,
0: well, I wanted to read my own books at home. I didn't want to read uh, whatever books or you were still reading you know. them. Yeah. Oh, okay. No.
1: That's that. That's the difference. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a, people are strange. Yeah. I don't think that's the first time I've said that on a podcast. Yeah. But I've always been fascinated by the human element. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need people for story whether they're humans or you can tell a story about a pook or about a creature it's still got a personality applied to it Hmm. stories without those things just don't work
0: yeah and speaking of what I used to read when I was a kid like like Robert Jordan the Wheel of Time stuff was just it was amazing how he could give the characters so much power so Mm. much like power infinite power and you would still empathise with them you still felt sorry for them that they Had accidents or or something went wrong for them. That's the that's the talent in a storyteller is to take take characters that are out of this world and then make them make you care about them.
1: Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna properly quote. I'm not gonna misquote a line now, which is because with great power there must also come great Great responsibility. And it's (laughs) the there must also come is the bit that's usually left out. Uh, from the panel in the comic uh, that's how it's written but um, yeah because they still have the same pressures you look at these people who are expected to behave in a certain way and you see it in a lot of old fairy tales where the, the prince or the princess because they were born into royalty certain things are expected of them yeah. and they want to escape from it you see it in Aladdin where Jasmine like wants to get out mm-hmm. from inside the castle and explore the streets and mix with the common folk of them um, and we feel sorry for them. Yeah, they have everything handed to them, but it's not enough. It's not really life unless you are unless you get your kicks and your bumps and your bruises and your hangover's Mm-hmm.
0: That's real life. That's it? real life. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this was very, great fun, Mark.
1: It was. I forgot we were recording there. It yeah, so was amazing. The, yeah. the swearing was as little as it was. <laughs> but it's strange. We've done a good podcast there, Poddy, without telling a story. Um, but i think if people go back and listen to the podcast listen to where the story begins as well yes and just yes. to actually consider the people in the stories that
0: we're talking about
1: yeah or better yet Poddy, come in and see us yes and let us tell you stories because we're still
0: here and don't be afraid if you come in the door and you're like i really like this character what can you tell me about them
1: yep because if we don't know something party
0: we'll make it up
1: (laughs) (laughs) always a pleasure party always a pleasure